Welcome to Refugee Radio. You're listening to the Refugee Radio program today with me in the studio is my special guest Mohammed. Yes. And we also have Aya with us today. Hello everyone, nice to meet you. Mohammed, you're going to tell us a little bit about your story and uh, Aya, you're going to help me ask Mohammed about his story. Yes, I'll do my best. Okay, thank yeah. you. Mohammed, you're from Algeria. I'm from Algeria. The town is called Cuba. It's very popular towns and um, is the uh, Algeria capital. So I'm 38 years old. I live uh, 20 years in Europe. Most of the times, about 16, 17 years in UK. And wh- when did you first leave Algeria? I left how, how old were you when you left? I left Algeria since 2000. And how how old were you? I was uh, 18 years. Yeah. Yeah. When I finished my college, I get certificate. Uh, I make the plan to travel with two friends. Okay. Yeah. What was it that first made you think about leaving? Yes, we 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 apply for visa to France, and uh, after forty months, we get uh, okay. They accept us to go for tourism to France, and uh, we because uh, in Algeria you cannot travel without. Uh, uh, army card. If you don't have permissions to travel uh, with the army, they forbidden to travel. Because we are students, we apply that army card. We get like one years because we are students. They give us, and we can travel. We can do many things, and uh, we get the visa. Me and the other two friends. Uh, in December and uh, we don't have money to travel so we get the visa and we get ticket and everything but we're missing money you know we we did plan to travel to France uh, in a ship in a boat 27 hours is the cheapest way you know just uh, it's cheapest and you will be in Marseille. It's a big community, Algerians in Marseille, so you can get some help or something. And I traveled to Marseille about uh, 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 50, 50 franc France in my pocket. My friend is about 100 and the other friend is two. It's uh, 40, 40 franc France. So we arrived to Marseille and uh, my friend he has cousin. He's living there for a long time. We get help. So about one week, two weeks time. And we did the plan to go to Paris. We come in down, we go down to Paris after. Uh, we try to looking for jobs. I found jobs quickly and my friend, uh, they still not find. I found jobs, I work. And uh, I help them. 
and the to my friend they looking for to come here to UK and they find a way by lorry so they found the place so lorry coming they come and go come and go so we find ways. So you came to England uh, in the in, in a lorry. In a lorry. What kind of lorry? It's a, it's a French lorry, French lorry, uh, French company is Scania. We jumped in the, the lorry downs and uh, it was cold. We travelled here to UK, so we arrived. When the driver stopped in the factory. We hear the factory is gonna put something in the factory. We're gonna take something. We, I hear them to speak in. I get out and uh, I go to the base asylums. I ask for to to make asylum. I make asylums and uh, that's all. So you you, claimed you went to London to Liverpool, 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 okay. Liverpool. Yeah. And what was the basis of your asylum claim? Why did you tell them that you needed to stay here? Yes, from Dover to I get to London. Yeah. I was to ask and everything, and they tell me I have to go to Liverpool and stuff like that. I go to Liverpool. I I travel to Liverpool to the buildings of uh, immigrations. It was uh, night when I travel. It closed and everything. I wait to the mornings. They open uh, eight o'clock, eight thirty. I was uh, by the building about seven, seven thirty. So I entered the buildings. Then I asked him for uh, asylums, and um, I applied for asylums. And they take me to the camp in Liverpool. It was a camp. I stay about twenty, uh, twenty month, twenty, twenty days, twenty five days. And um, they take me to Bolton, Manchester. A camp like a detention centre? No, no, no. It's op- open, open camp. Okay. It's open camp. You have your uh, own room mm-hmm. and uh, it's public uh, sharing kitchen. Maybe like a reception centre, I think they call them. Perhaps. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. The, it was many. But you can go, you can go out, you can, you can come in any time you like. Not you like a prison. Not like yeah. a prison. And they give you food, they give you uh, vouchers. Till when you get your permission, uh, uh, the letters, and you got another place to to go. So when I get that one, then I travel to Bolton's, and I have a sharing house. But then something went wrong. They re- rejected your application for asylum. After, after, yeah, yeah after. Uh, after six months, five months, five months, yeah, five months, uh, they reject, yeah. And why, why, me, why yeah. did they refuse your asylum claim? And that times, <coughs> and that times, uh, it was. Um, I don't know to be honest. Uh, the, the 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 officer, uh, the officer, he, he's uh, spoken to me very not uh, very uh, polite, friendly. You know, it's like uh, sit down here come down to this side with his finger like that so and uh, I feel like uh, rude you know rude uh, things and um, even uh, if you make something uh, they said to you stop to do that stop to do you know you know and uh, the, the questions he doesn't contain the questions and he stopped the, the interview because the recorders is broken recorders yeah 
and it was two of them, so one lady, one one man. So I remember the officer is called Ian Muller, so from Liverpool. Uh, after uh, when I finished the interview, after one month, I received to sign. I they, they sent me letters to sign every day. He said uh, to me, and they phoned me. He said to me, have to sign every day in Manchester. So I have to travel from Bolton to Manchester one hour's time in a bus, and uh, it costed bus ticket. So every day I have to spend five pounds to go and come back. You understand? I signed uh, one week and I afraid, you know, because I feel uh, it's something uh, abnormal to sign every day. So <laughs> just Monday to Friday is too much, you know. I feel stress and I stop. I stop and I uh, have a letter from uh, home office. We're gonna stop uh, support you. We're gonna stop this. I left the UK. I go to Germany. And after uh, after uh, after month to two months, they, they send me. They get uh, letters in my 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 rooms, my house, uh, refusing. You have to leave the country in 48 hours. I didn't save that one, but my solicitor when they make uh, a recording check when I come back from Germany, they found uh, the letters, they found uh, uh, the interview, they found everything. So, and they left. I go to Germany to apply asylum seekers. That's all. <laughs> You didn't just go to Germany, though. You've been yeah, to a I've lot been, of places. I've been to Austria. I've been to France. And after that, again, I've been to Spain as well. I've been to uh, Italy as well. And uh, because it's, um, in, in Europe, it's open borders. You can apply asylum. So you can go to France. You can go and come back your accommodation after. It's, it's not everybody do like this, you know. You don't feel like uh, stress or something, you know. I apply and I was uh, go to see my friend in France and Italy. So when I come back to continue my uh, in my accommodation, mm. you understand. I have friend, I have cousin, you know. And uh, they don't they don't know, of course. They don't know, of course. I'm traveling long long way and stuff like that, you know. Because there is everything uh, open, you know. You can they have car, taxi, car and Online, so you can rent a taxi with the groups. You go to France, you go to Spain, Italy, no problem. And what was your uh, experience in these different countries? Do you prefer? Did, I mean, did you, obviously, it didn't work out in those countries for you ultimately. But did you prefer living in one particular place, or? Well, to be to be honest, I I I the 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 first thing is the language. It's too hard. You know, like uh, German and for me, France is much easy because I speak French and, uh, you know, and uh, the other country is just tourism and but it's easy, easy, much easy. It's not complicated, you know, like here. Mm. Yeah. How do you mean? 
you you get help, you get support, you get your commendations, and uh, other days you don't uh, like you feel like you're wasting uh, time because you're uh, safe for the other way because you have house, you have uh, support. You don't feel like uh, you're gonna lose something. Uh, just you wait for decisions, and they uh, will, uh, you know. But what what do you say to people who think that it's easier to come to England and claim asylum, and that it you get everything given to you here? If you come to England, you get a house, or you get easily benefits, and that people want to come here. You think it's what would you say to them? Well, I will say to them. Uh, <clears throat> And uh, is England is not like before, uh, 20 years, 15 years before. Now they are full and they uh, they are they are suffering from crisis too. You know, all Europe's. And uh, but uh, there is some country they can help full. You know, like German, like Germans. Uh, there is many possibility. You can you feel like is not very. Harder, they're not very close. They're still open. They're still open, you know. Mm. Yeah, is uh, about two one years, two years ago. Uh, Angela Merkel, she's she's uh, give amnesty to uh, asylum seekers about uh, twenty thousand people. Mm. Yeah, from Morocco, Tunisia, round round the world, Syria, you know, loads. Yeah. Uh, but you know, in uh, in France, in France they have uh, Algerian law. Algerian law is uh, in France, so you c- you can apply for asyl there in France. But um, if you prove to them five years, and you get uh, a visa, five years after, you so have to prove them. So what happened to you? They they found out that you'd claimed asylum in England and they sent you back to England is that right yes yes because I, I'm I'm I I didn't apply in France asylums in the other country so I, uh, the first asylum country I apply here in England yeah and uh, yes uh, yesterday I met another Egyptians he has the same my story he has the same my story so he explained to me I've been to Germany the they bring me back here and he's sleeping in the street yeah because uh, Germans they say they have to go back because you apply for asylums in England this is Dublin law yeah what do you think of the Dublin convention uh, do you Dub- think it, do you think it's fair Dublin convention they accept me to come be, to come back here yeah because uh, they send me the visa. I have the visa, English visa, you know, and uh, enforcement border, English borders. Uh, they send me the visa to Germany to come here with the uh, ticket, travel ticket. So, so uh, border of Germany just uh, to get me an airplane, bring me here. And yeah. That's it. But since you got back, um, you weren't, you haven't been allowed to uh, stay here either. Well, I followed them so about four years, you know, first two years, 18 months I've been to sign in London Bridge. I've been 18 months to sign, so I didn't have any decision, nothing, so I get tired. Mm. Uh, I get tired, you know, I don't have any support, no money, 
Sometimes I get help, sometimes not, you know. It's not easy to get uh, money without uh, without states, you know. It's very hard. Because you cannot work, you cannot uh, do many things. And so, yeah. And they I transferred another another sign to Birmingham. I stay about uh, years to sign. Still no received no decisions. With fresh claim even, yeah. That fresh claims, it must be six months. They reply to you, yes or no, negative or positive. But uh, they make, uh, like I feel like my times and uh, twisting time for nothing. I give them evidence, I give them proof, I give them everything, I don't know. If they hide my, 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 my case, I give them the proof. So I don't know if they read it or not. To be honest, I spent 18 months and uh, one years in Birmingham. So, and I feel I see some friend uh, from Syria, from from Ethiopia, from uh, they they reply to them very quickly. As soon as when they apply for asylum, six, after six months they get uh, they get visa five years straight away. Why do you think that um, your case has been so different? They think is uh, they think is my country is uh, very safe. We can go back. Uh, uh, I did uh, I didn't understand. So what about Ethiopia and the? It's not safe. So what do you think the situation is in Algeria? Is it? Do you think that if the British government thinks yeah. oh it's safe, you can go back there tomorrow, it will be yeah. fine? What do you think? For me, I uh, explain to them so I have problem with the, the government and court, so I don't want to stay guilty forever in my country, so I want to survive. Mm-hmm. So I survive from uh, Allah, alhamdulillah. I survive three times, so my life still still be open. I survived from the sea, I survived from the rivers, I survived uh, many things. I stay in a coma two months, so... Alhamdulillah, so Allah bless me and uh, I wish to to get more bless from Allah. How did you end up in a coma? A in coma, so and so a coma I born I born sense of uh, when I born after two months and uh, I have uh, I have Amin Ajit. This one is not easy to survive. You got blood. You have uh, water in your back and your head. So, so as a baby, a baby, yeah. Uh, oh. Some of them they get disabled. I have. Uh, I see some of them. Sin yeah. That uh, favors is favor hot favor. So some of them they lost. They are disabled. They cannot speak. They lost the eyes. They stay in a wheelchair. So Alhamdulillah, Allah give me. You know, I can speak. I can hear. I can walk. Good, good, healthy. Yeah, alhamdulillah. And you survived the sea. And the sea, yeah. Yeah. Which which sea did you survive? I survived the sea. Uh, uh, it was uh, from from Italy to Greece. When did you make that journey? Huh? When did you make that journey? That journey is uh, two thousand two thousand eleven. 2011-12 I stay in Greece yeah 18 months and you made a dangerous crossing did you it was summer but it's okay yeah yeah 
you told me some people are doing it on jet skis from Spain from uh, Algeria to Spain on jet skis yes yes in the in the north of Algeria yeah oh, yes which is crazy yes it's six hour crossing north and west yeah north and west the west is clear they cross into to Italy so I have many friends the I have chat with them in uh, Facebook and messengers they get deport from Spain and Italy so and then after 16 hours 18 hours they see them bug <laughs> so the <laughs> even the officer they get crazy oh my god they, they deport them about a few hours how you come in bug here so <laughs> they speak they get crazy so we cannot uh, they they want to travel they like to feel freedoms you know like they want to feel freedoms like everyone so i i expect to because they they want to feel freedom to travel like for the any others uh, peoples uh, in europe in america so but they 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 in uh, in our in algeria they cannot they cannot. It's impossible to get visa and the travels and you know, it's impossible. Because uh, the Algerian peoples in North Africa, they like freedoms. You know, they like freedoms. Why, uh, what's the reason to, uh, uh, you cannot get visa to travels? All uh, Algerian people, they like to go with visa to other countries, normal, but the, the government, she, they doesn't let them, so. They want to have chill out, they want to have fun, they are like uh, same the other peoples, Europeans who, you know, like uh, everyone's. And most of them Algerian, they like, they like tourism, they like, you know, they are happy in Algeria. They like to see the other country, they like to travel, they like to see other cultures, but uh, they don't get a chance, you know, to see. They, they close everything. Like they feel Algerian people and then... Even the Tunisia, Morocco, they feel like open prison they live in. They don't feel free. Yeah. Do you want to say a little bit more about your um, uh, the problems you had with in Morocco, the political problems you had uh, in Algeria? Sorry. Yeah. Do you want to say a little bit more about that? Well, uh, <coughs> I sent the, the letters. I got letters from the court. I got letters from court. And they, they make my criminal record bad, without reason, for blame. So, I have many friends, they have same... Uh, even when your criminal record is bad, they don't accept you to work, to make passport. Even for marriages, they will not accept you. You understand? So, that's why you said you'd be guilty forever. You'd be guilty, yeah. Yeah. So... Why? What's the reason? They, what's the reason for this? Just blame you. Apply for asylum seekers here. Yeah. Yeah. They make it on purpose. Yeah. You can do anything after. Like they want to make it like uh, royals, uh, you know. But Algerian is republics, you know. It's not royals. I see about thousand pe thousand thousand friend Algerian. They have same. Some of them they get uh, mad, some of them depression, some of them they suicide, you know, in Algeria. The same uh, situation. Because the because what they, they had a problem with the, the law and then the government was no, no. persecuting them? You because mean, they apply asylum seekers. They torture them, you know. 
So people who've uh, come from Algeria to Europe, claimed asylum, yeah. and they've been refused, yes. the government didn't believe them, they sent them back to Algeria, yes. and you're saying the Algerian government then tortures them? Yes, yeah. yes. And what happens to these people? And you, do not, you didn't know about Moroccans uh, before, eight, 1980, 1999? You don't know? The king, what the, when they see the Moroccan travel to... When they see them travel and they come back, they kill them, the king. Have you heard about that? No. You should see. I should yeah. show you on YouTube, you see. Yeah. In Morocco, 1980, 1970. So when they come back, the Moroccans, um, for holiday or something, the king uh, killed them. You should see on YouTube. Mm. Yeah. And so you said similar things happened in Algeria. People similar been, things. And you said people, friends of yours, been driven crazy. Uh, similar things. Yeah. Similar things. Yeah. You can see it everywhere, and even Turkey, maybe Tunisia, maybe, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them, so when you get deported from here, they get imprisoned uh, six months. Yeah. Bad prison. Very bad. Yeah. And the pri yeah, presumably yeah. the prisons are not uh, the same as the prisons in the UK. Of course. Yeah. You of course. Of course. It's very hard. Yeah. It's very hard. It's very hard. Refugee Radio. We are listening. In the mix. Yeah, boy! Welcome to Refugee Radio. Refugee Radio is always helping and the number of 972 What about the music, Steve? Okay, alright, so you want to play me some music? Yeah Okay, tell me about this music It's a new, new singer's New singers, you seen the raps and the uh, Rai Algerians and oh, North African, yeah, yeah, Rai yeah. music, North African cultures, mm -hmm. yeah. So Rai is a kind of fu it's like North African music fused with like European pop music and Rai, yeah. Rai is similar to Shab Khaled and yeah. uh, the other things. They create the Rai in yeah. North Africa, the Algerian people. And uh, yeah. why, why do you want to play this particular song? It's nice. He's talking reality, you know. Yeah. About freedoms, about uh, people in government in Algeria. They had they had things. Oh, okay. So All right. It's nice. It's nice. You know. So this is, is Sukin. Su Sukin, yeah. Featuring Uled. No. El Baja. El Baja. Did yeah. El Baja, yeah. He's uh, singing in uh, France, French language. Okay. He has a uh, English one, but uh, I didn't find. It. Yeah, but. Um, it's very popular now. It's not very old singers, but it's uh, about three months, six months when he moved to France. He's working in the market before. All right, yeah. like you worked in the market as yes. well. Yeah, yeah. He's selling veg and fruit, uh, veg and fruits in the yeah. market. Yeah. So. All right, let's uh, have a listen. Everybody now, they they want to make video clips. Uh, yeah. Tupac and Shep uh, Khaled and. Uh, must the rapper of America they invite them for uh, for good, you know? Yeah, it's good to to to, to see uh, like this. All right, let's have a, let's have a listen.
All right, you're listening to the Refugee Radio program. That was Soul King uh, featuring Uled El Baja. Did I say that correctly? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, with me in the studio is uh, my guest Mohammed and my co-DJ Aya. Hello. Hello. Aya, you're going to ask uh, Mohammed a question about um, love. Yeah, so I was just wondering how the situation in the different countries that you were in um, differed specifically regarding relationships and marriage. You mentioned that um, in Algeria, so there wasn't much, you know, you could do about the, the marriage once you had that, you know, the, the guilt for the forever. Yeah. Was that different in any European country? You mean uh, to marry here or... Yeah, how is it different? How did the situation, it's how did you experience? It's different, it's different to, to meet relationships here because they get scared now. It's not easy, you know, to meet relationships with, uh, even when you apply for asylums, straight away they ask for uh, states, the resident, so... Why are they, why are they scared? They're scared from immigration officer, enforcement you know because uh, allowed allowed to to marry like other refugees and uh, or other things i don't know complicated because you cannot work you cannot uh, drive you cannot uh, do everything they when you apply for asylum still when you get a resident if you don't have resident you can you can't uh, make anything is that just here in the UK or across Europe? Uh, just here in UK. Just here in UK. Just here. Just here. If you meet uh, uh, relationships, you're going to marry it. And the other country is not afraid. It's not. It's not like here. That must really impact your social yeah. life. Yes. I see because a lot of cases, my friend, same story. They have relationships. They meet the make a plan to get married so they're afraid for these points from the immigrations what do you do about it some of them they break they get separate some of them um, uh, they still have scaring inside of the relationship so they're afraid to to do anything so I don't know I don't know, I didn't have, uh, I have before, but uh, I didn't try because is uh, to be honest, is uh, <coughs> when you meet now a relation here in UK, straight away the lady asks you for states. Even she love you, even uh, she love you a lot and uh, she say you without uh, states she will, she will go away. She afraid from uh, immigration and so it must get quite complicated as well if there are yeah. children involved. Could you tell me more about that? You know, people that... Yes, yes, I know, I know, I know. I have my friend from Tunisia, he's uh, meeting uh, uh, his girlfriend from Hungary. They're making babies and uh, he doesn't marry the, in the registration office. After when he get baby, he go to register office with his baby. They, de they deport him to Tunisia. So he doesn't know what to do till when his girlfriend go to to Tunisia. She need to prove 
she have work, she have things to bring him back. So it's separating families. Yes, yes, yes. They separate in relationships, separate in family. Yes. In Birmingham, I have a friend. Uh, I know him for about twenty years. Yeah. He's married with the uh, English. But uh, he is married and uh, he convert uh, the lady. She's Muslim anyway. Before uh, she met him, and uh, they married and they have children and they put him in detentions about two months. I don't know. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't know how, why, and so he been about twenty four years now. Now he's uh, okay. He still live in Birmingham. <laughs> yeah. I see many uh, many cases like this. Some of them they they broke up in uh, the middle of in the interview with the immigrations. Soon as when uh, they they was happy, when they called them to make interview with them, they broke up. The the, the lady ran away and uh, the the man stay like uh, I do. He didn't know what to do. You know. Because of the pressure from yes, the interview, yes, yes, officer, yes. Yeah. Pressure of the interview, they ask you what do you eat. They put separate room. They put uh, the lady in the rooms, and you you put you in the rooms, and they ask you uh, questions, officer, and the lady ask her questions. After the officer, they swap, they swap chairs. This one he make interview the lady. They come to the man, and they see. Uh, if you lie or something in an interrogation, Inter- yeah. yeah, the investigation. Older, older listeners. What's the questions? To be yeah. honest, they ask you, "What do you eat? Do you eat eggs? Do you eat meat? Do?" <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't see the other country for this question. For what's the reason? For well, I, I went to, I went. I say older listeners uh, might recognise yeah. this as the format. There's a game show yeah. called yeah. Mister and Mrs. Yeah. And uh, couples would go on it to win prizes. Yeah. And they would put the woman in a booth and yeah. then they would ask the man questions about yeah. the woman. Then they would bring her out and she had to guess. The, yeah. And I've been to the, uh, I've been to the uh, interviews that the Home Office does for um, uh, people that are getting married. And they do exactly this. And what side of the bed does he sleep on? And what colours his toothbrush? And what does he have exactly. for breakfast? And all this. <laughs> yeah. And they try and, ca- they try and trick you and catch you out. Yeah. To prove that you're not a real couple and you're not really in love. And yeah. Exactly, they make you nerves for no reason, you know, because the couple love each other. This, the lady, she let, she said to them, "I love him. It's okay. I want to marry him." So what's uh, the all the questions and uh, for this reason uh, to separate them, so or to make them for I don't know. You mentioned you were living in Birmingham. Yeah. Can I ask uh, why did you come to Brighton? Birmingham is my first, uh, after London, is my first place. I spend a lot of time in Birmingham. Yeah. Yeah. I know Birmingham very well. But you, yeah. you left and came to, why Why did you come to Brighton? I what do you like about this place? Or Birmingham, why did you want to change? Yeah. Birmingham, I, I see, uh, I found the Birmingham now is different. Not like before. Mm. So. How so? How is it different? Because uh, before uh, Birmingham, they are very friendly people in the UK, very good. In the 15, 17 years, 18 years ago, they are very friendly, nice. Uh, but now, when they get uh, loads, peoples and everything, they are not friendly. I don't know, you know. 
Yeah, not friendly. So do you think and Brighton stress. is more relaxed now? Not uh, very big uh, relaxed, but uh, just for the sea and uh, you feel like uh, Europe's. But in Birmingham, you don't feel like Europe's. You feel like Lahore or Islamabad or, or Delhi, you know. Crowded. Yes, 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 yes. I mm. feel like yeah. Do you think do you think the uh, uh, do you think the Birmingham has changed because of immigration yeah. into Birmingham? Yeah, yeah, do you yeah, think yeah. the people that are there now are different to the people that were there 20 years ago? Yes, different, big different. Very big difference. Uh, wh- what countries are they coming from the people that are in Birmingham now? Well, uh, uh, I don't know. I see a lot of uh, East Europe's. Yeah, and uh, I see Indians, Pakistans. Yeah, but before uh, you don't see a lot like this, you know. If you go to center, Birmingham's, you see nice. You can see mixed, uh, you know. Mix, uh, you see English. You see like you feel like Europe's, you know. You feel like Europe's, but now it's di- different, different, big different, Birmingham. And did you experience discrimination or racism in Birmingham yourself? Mm, mm. About you know because you know the I have a friend there, they know me, but uh, it's okay, they know me for many years. Uh, but uh, when uh, the new generations come in, so this ten years ago, they make it complicated for me. So that's why my sense of feeling. <laughs> so maybe the other people still, even uh, my friend, twenty-four years in Birmingham, they said Birmingham is difficult, different now. He's still there in Birmingham. Mm. He has kids, children, 16 years, 17 years. So he said to me, Birmingham is uh, other uh, other things, not like before. And I wanted to talk to you about racism because you said that you'd experienced um, uh, people saying to you to go back to your country or where are you from or why are you here? Uh, yeah. uh, what what kind of experiences like have you had like that? Yes, yes. Uh, some of them see, uh, they ask why... Why are you here? Uh, why? What do you do in here in UK? Why? Uh, and they ask, uh, what do you do? What do you work? What? Uh, for me, I'm graduate. I work uh, engineers, mechanics. So, I fix a bus. I fix engine for bus. I fix cars, engine for cars. Even for the boat, for boat, I make training for boat. I, c- I can work inside the engine of the boat. So. Uh, I come with my educations and my graduate, so uh, I d- I want to make my to build my futures. So it's normal, like uh, same to the uh, same uh, uh, everyone, same everyone. You know, uh, you can find English. Go to Dubai, Emirates, working. You know, and you can find uh, Italian, French. Go to Arab or uh, America, Australia, like Spanish, go to America, go to Australia for working. I wish, uh, I wish, I wish, I wish to... I don't uh, lost my healthy, because, you know, very important to me, you know, because otherwise, uh, because, you know, I don't have any support and I don't have any uh, kind of help, you know. I wish to survive in my healthy that's all i don't need support i don't need the <laughs> state i don't need nothing just my healthy stay safe you know <laughs> that's all